0: The Links and Locks Podcast. Better than most. Better than most. Better than most.
1: <laughs> winner, winner, chicken yes. dinner. Buddy. Four.
0: You got real talent. Don't concentrate on golf. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Links and Locks Podcast our best bets. I'm Jason Sobel from Golfbet. He is Ben Everill from the PGA Tour. We're going to play 18 holes, make 18 bets. Maybe there's a 19th hole in there at the end. I sure hope so. Just off a long trip to Augusta, Benny, I know you're on vacation, so thank you for doing this on vacation. We'll roll right past reviewing last week's Masters, as everyone saw. If you tailed all these Scotty Scheffler wins, then uh, congratulations on that. I don't believe we were all over Scheffler, right? You may have had the
1: guy that was trying to catch him on Sunday, didn't you, Benny? Yeah, I had uh, Smitty, and that was a little bit of a shame, the way that went down. Um, yeah. My only claim to fame with Scheffler is I picked the first win. I literally haven't picked him since because I figured he wasn't going to pick the run going, <laughs> and I couldn't Same. have been more wrong.
0: I said before last week, the only thing I don't like about Scotty Scheffler is the fact that he's won too much going yeah. into the Masters. Nobody wins four in two months. Yeah, All right, well, maybe Scotty Scheffler does, so maybe he'll never lose again. We'll find out. <laughs> Very soon, the next time he plays. Scotty Scheffler not in the field this week, but a lot of his world-class brethren are. We've got Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Colin Morikawa in the field this week, Cameron Smith back in the field this week as well. So let's get right to it, RBC Heritage. We got, like I said, a really good field and a lot of guys who are course horses for this one at Town. Benny, let's go 18 holes. You're up first.
1: I'm going to double down. I'm going to say get on outright. Nice and early up at the front. Not my number one pick, but my number one and a half pick, Cameron Smith. Now, Smitty is either going to have a brilliant week and win here at Hilton Head where he's been training to do so for a long time, or he's going to be still gutted about what happened there on the 12th hole on Sunday at Augusta. And he's going to struggle a little bit to get going. But I still think he'll finish strong and do pretty well otherwise. So look, 1,600, I'm willing to go back in on him because I think he's a fighter. I think he's the guy that can get it done. And he's been trending, as I said, to win there in the past. It's a course where I've always thought he would win at some point. So I'm going to go back in. But just a teaser, I've said i got another guy I'm a bit heavier on, but I like Cameron Smith to kick off.
0: I'm shocked. I never saw that coming, that you would take the Australian Cameron Smith here at Town. <laughs> okay, second hole. I'm going with a long shot here. And I like him for an outright play at a huge number, Plus top 10s, top 20s. I mean, I you know, sprinkle them around the board, throw them some DFS lineups, whatever you got. Matthew Neesmith, coming off yes. a third-place finish just a few weeks ago at the Valspar Championship. He's a South Carolina native. I had him on my PGA Tour radio show hitting the green just a couple of weeks ago, and I said, by the way, Matt, you know, if I was going to take you at one place this year, what's the place for you? Soon? Oh, Town, Absolutely. Love that place. One of my favorites. At 180 to 1 outright, wouldn't you be kicking yourself If I told you this right now, and you didn't at least throw a couple of bucks on Matthew Neesmith, that's what I thought.
1: Surprised I missed that on the list. Very astute pick. And you're right. If he's going to do something, it could come there. And we do tend to get winners like that in this event that sort of, we always have the big stars and they tend to sort of go near or nearabouts, but not necessarily win. So that's something to keep in mind when you're looking at your outrights this week. So third hole, I'll go to my long shots then. Now, I'm going to throw a couple in here. I want to go back to the international team well. I want to look at guys who are ball strikers who don't necessarily need the distance, who fit that bill of not absolute superstars that are coming off the Masters, playing well, et cetera. And I want you to look at Anabhan Lahiri, who was runner-up at the Players, and CT Pan, another wow. former international team member, sure. both 180 to 200 to 1. Again, sprinkle a little bit. There's, someone's going to come from back and be in the mix on Sunday so have a look around those values, 150 to 200, whether it's Neesmith, whether it's Lahiri Pan or someone else you like in there, have a look around because there's going to be someone who's there or thereabouts.
0: Okay, I will match that. I will go with a couple of guys. In fact, three guys that I like for, really for top 20 plays this week. But again, huge numbers. If you want to throw a little bit on an outright, I don't mind it. But I'm going Brant Snedeker, Luke Donald, Doc Redmond. All guys with some value, all guys with some course history. Luke Donald, in fact, he's like the Phil Mickelson of the U.S. Open for the RBC (laughs) Heritage. Five career runner-up finishes without a victory. Brant Snedeker, a former champion. Doc Redman, he just plays well in the Carolinas. Last time they were in South Carolina, he finished second at Congaree a year ago. And so three guys that I like taking a chance on with big numbers. Neesmith's my first long shot guy but I don't mind these guys as well because Benny as you said long shots have paid at Harbortown in the past
1: all right let's get on to the fifth he's a guy that I'm looking at in sort of when the matchups come out in the tournament groups I've seen him actually in a group of five I think it was on DraftKings with the likes of Poulter, Kisner, Hadwin, Merritt and I think this guy is coming off a decent Masters I think it's the type of place where he can do well and that's Kevin Nahr I think Kevin Narr is a good bet in a couple of matchups that you'll find. In fact, I think he's a good bet across the board. I saw 50, 60 to one, I think, for outrights. I just feel like he's in a good frame of mind. He's coming off a little bit of form. Had some, obviously, ups and downs at Augusta. But this is the type of place, again, that could suit Kevin Na. So he's my matchup man to keep an eye on.
0: Very smart play. I will be talking Kevin Na much later. In ah. the mm. What does
1: that <laughs> mean?
0: Okay. Uh, Let's get to the sixth hole. Benny, I usually put maybe a matchup or two in with these bets. I put a couple of three balls, maybe a, a tournament group on DraftKings. I didn't like any of those that were available yet. I'm sure as the week progresses, we'll find some out there that we like. But based on those, I've got a whole bunch of top 10 bets. And I'm going to start my top 10s right now with a guy who played really well at Augusta National, a guy who fits this golf course. He was Fourth last year, I could see a second career win for Corey Connors, but I will take him just for a very conservative top 10 at plus 250.
1: Oh, I love it, mate. I love it. As I said, I feel like there's quite a few guys like that. So I'll throw one at you for a first round leader who I also think could fit in either win, top five, top 10, top 20, top 40, you name it. I'm going to sort of see if I can get the value because the first round leaders, the big names, You're not getting value at this tournament. They're all down low. So I still want to get up around the 55 to 1, 60 to 1. Young man who I think who we're still looking for him to prove himself on this coast, on the East Coast, but Maverick McNeely, I think at 55, 60, the type of guy that, again, this could be the week he wins. Absolutely could be it. I'm looking at the value I'm getting at that first round lead. I think he could get a hot start at Town.
0: I will tell you all about Maverick McNeely on my card in just a little bit later <laughs> in the podcast. Oh, my God. I love it when it's we're like in sync. We're stealing each other's things. I got him in a good spot later, so I don't want to move him. All right. Eighth hole. I'm going to go with another top 10 play. And I'm at the conservative point. I, I gave you Smith and Snedeker and Donald Redmond. It's enough long shots. Connors a conservative top 10 play. So is Matt Fitzpatrick who's still playing really strong golf, coming off a nice finish at Augusta National. And he says Town is his favorite golf course in the world, not just on the PGA Tour, in the world. That means a lot. Played really well last year, a top five finish. I like him to at least duplicate that in the top 10, plus 190 again. That's a very, very conservative play.
1: I think that when you, if you're the type that's spreading across, you know, multiple bets, you can't have RBC Heritage without a bet on Matt Fitzpatrick. Um, Wherever you want to put it, have a crack. I've got him here as my put him wherever you like. I'm going to brush him now because you've set him and just go with you. So I'll pivot and I will go to a new guy for a top 20. I was going to put, I had him down as my top 20 C. Fitzpatrick, but I'll say Chris Kirk. Mm. Chris Kirk, around 230, I think you can get him for top 20. Again, I think he could threaten to win this thing if all things go well for him. Another place that suits him. So that was my sort of conservative top 20 play now that you've taken Fitzpatrick from. me,
0: Yeah. I like Chris Kirk. I've been on him a lot lately. He was my pick to win at Valero. Didn't quite work out, but I have no problem with that. All right. We're about to make the turn as we make the turn, Benny. Tell all the listeners out there all about the PGA Tour Pick'Em Live.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. Of course, we've got the you know free-to-play PGA Tour Pick'Em Live at pgatour.com, and that's when basically you get a chance to figure out these betting markets. If you haven't done it before and you want to get into the mix and learn how to bet on golf and try to win up to five grand's worth of prizes with no outlay from yourself, PGA Tour Pick'Em Live is the place for you. You have to pick an outright, a top 20, and a top 10 pick to start the week they lock in those odds. They're probably the best you're going to get, but the key is you can change them at any time. Again, only changing the odds. You get the odds that are live at the time. So go for your long shots, try to get as many points or coins as you can. It works like a bet does. And if you are the person on top or in the top five, you're going to take on some free cash. So I'll go up my picks this week to show you. I, you always start with long shots because you can change to the big names later on if they're not firing and I mentioned Lahiri. I mentioned Pan. They're the guys I'm looking at to start in either of the slots of top 20 or outright. And then I like Brandon Grace is another one, even longer. 200 plus to one. They're my three that I would be slotting in the three slots in PGA Tour Pick'em Live to start.
0: Past champion and Brandon Grace. You know, I've been waiting for him to play some better golf. I'll go with three of the names I mentioned earlier. Again, you're telling us Take some big numbers here because they could pay off. Matthew Neesmith, from my outright. Brant Snedeker, top 10. Luke Donald, top 20.
1: Yeah, I love it, mate. As I said, the key to this game is you can always pivot at any time. Anytime the market, points bit market is open, the game market is open and you can change and switch. So, sure, you can go pick Cameron Smith right now at 1600 And if he wins, you'll get the value of that $1,600. Uh, but chances are at some point during the tournament, he'll drift to twenty. He'll come in again. Um, you want to get them at their absolute peak. And so early in the tournament, go for the guy that's way up there that if he starts hot, you've locked him in at the 200, 180, etc., and no one else has got him, and then you're cruising your way to five grand. PJ Tour, pick them live. Pick them live. There we go. All right, let's get to the back nine. Tenth tee, I've got the honors, and
0: I'm going to go with the first-round leader bet. Webb Simpson didn't do enough last week to show me that – He's ready to go win a tournament, but he did do enough to show me he's ready to play at least one, two good rounds of golf. And so at a place that's been his personal ATM over the years, there's reason to believe that Webb can at least put one low round together. I'm hoping it's the first one, 35 to one, Webb Simpson, first round leader.
1: Not bad. As I said, they're the type of players to just suit this. You've had your, you know, your sinks, your cooches, your Simpsons, et cetera. One of them, two of them, five of them are going to fire. They always do. I like this one for a top 40. I'm going to go the 11th hole with a man that just played his first Masters and was so close to getting himself a ticket back, just missing out. Um, I think he was death-riding Danny Willett down the last, hoping he made a bogey that would have brought a whole bunch of guys in to get a top 12 and a return. But big Harry Higgs. Mm. I think that at 240, 250, I've seen him for top 40, He's the type that gets on a roll. He's going to be, you know, up on a high. I think that that could spill over and he might, you know, do better than he has in the tour most of this year. Uh, I like him sort of running that number. And I just saw the 240 and thought, you know what? I think he could be up for it and and might be an easy get there.
0: Yeah, that's a nice idea there. I spoke with Harry Higgs a little bit after his first race. He's such a character. Uh, standing (laughs) on the podium, he'll just sit there and talk all day too. And I noticed he was wearing a, a master's belt, an Augusta national belt. And I said, you just get that for the occasion? Is that a lucky belt? He's going, well, I got it back in December when I came here and I was, I came for a practice round, but yeah, I've been wearing it. Although I don't know if I can wear it tomorrow. They scripted my clothes. I've never had scripted clothes before, but they gave me two different scripts. I don't know what I'm supposed to wear. Do you guys know what I'm supposed to do? I go, wow, that was a hell of an answer for me asking about a belt. <laughs> <laughs> so for me. Yes, he's, he's a, a good one. He's a fun player. dude and fun to root for. So I like that play. Uh, 12th hole told you i'm gonna have a lot of top 10s i got two more coming the first one everyone's sort of jumping off the mito Pereira bandwagon right now last year he was sort of the new it thing coming from the corn Ferry tour to the pga tour had a couple of top 10 finishes hasn't quite been as good lately but other than the players championship bad side of the draw he's been top 30 in his last four i'm hoping for a top 10 this week plus 700
1: i'm gonna give you a top 10 myself I'm going to go for a long shot top ten based off nothing except the way he finished on Friday at the Masters and the fact that he's the defending champ. Old man Stewie think you can get nine, ten to one for a top ten. The ace that he had with Stun Reagan on the bag, you know, that was pretty exciting to watch. And, look, again, he doesn't need to be playing that well to play well at Harbour Town. It's just a place that he's got massive comfort at. He's won it three times. There's been guys, I think, what, uh, davis up five times or four or five times there's been a lot of multiple champions around that joint because once you figure it out you tend to you know keep figuring it out i don't think he's going to get the lightning in the bottle and win it again like he was incredible last year just wiped the floor with everyone but i think that there's a good chance he can you know run the good feelings into a top 10 at great value
0: another top 10 for me if all my guys for top 10s finish in the top 10 this week it will be a very profitable week i'm gonna go with Danny mccarthy <laughs> who is a solid ball striker, a really good putter, one of the best on Bermuda greens. And I'm hoping that a short course, as often it is for him, could be a good fit this week.
1: Plus 900 for a top 10. I think that's a really good number. All right. 15th hole for me. You mentioned Mito. I'm going to go back to his mate, Yako Neiman. Mm. T5 in Town in his debut last year. Had some, you know, moments in the Masters. He drifted late to about 35th, I think, or somewhere around that mark. But, he, you know, he, he dealt with playing with Tiger in the first two rounds. He was hot early. He sort of seemed to get his mojo back there. If he gets that ball strike and going anything like he had in Los Angeles earlier in this year, this is another fit for him. I think that a top five for Neiman at 700, I think I saw, is uh, something that I'm pretty comfortable having a crack at.
0: Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's a good number on him. I am going with, for the 16th hole, another outright top five, top 10, little sprinkle throughout. And it's a guy that you mentioned earlier. You stole my thunder on this one. You stole my thunder on my next one. But Maverick <laughs> McNeely could absolutely win this golf tournament. He has one of the highest floors for his level, his status right now. And I think that ceiling's getting higher as we speak. 55 to 1, plus 5,500 for the win this week. 10 to 1 top 5, 4.5 to 1 for a top 10. I like everything about him. I think he is the one guy that I look at as very underpriced in the marketplace this week. Uh, I thought he would be much shorter than he is this week. So thanks to the Justin Thomases and Colin Morikawas and Patrick Cantleys and guys like that, it keeps some really good players having decent numbers next to their names. And McNeely is certainly one of them.
1: You've segued me into the 17th hole for me, which is an outright pick. Now, just before I go to this, I mentioned Cameron Smith earlier as one of the talk that may, may do well or may not. I like also guys like Thomas Morikawa, Lowry, DJ, all potential winners. It just, but as I sort of mentioned earlier, we usually have someone that's not that guy actually get the job done at Town. So I'm going to go a different pick here, a guy that I think is giving me some value, just as he's coming back into form. Sung Jae Im, mm. forty to fifty to one, another ball striking genius. He was, I think, twelfth or thirteenth there last year when he had a crack, uh, one of his first times there. I really think that the South Korean is starting to find his form after being in the top ten at the Masters. I think he's the type of guy that can threaten um, and and sort of come from the clouds in terms of what this field is showing. That is a massive number on
0: Sung in a good way. That is some value on him. All right. No surprise because you already mentioned it. and I teased it earlier in the pod, but my favorite outright this week, when the numbers first came out, when the, the board first came out, 70 to one. Hope you jumped on that. He's now drifted to 50 or 60 to one, but that's still not too bad. Kevin Na, oh, 14th yeah. at Augusta National last week. Guess what? Harbortown suits his game way better than Augusta National does. So, if he played well there, he should play well here. You look back at his wins, and he's a streaky, a momentum type player. So, he needs to build up to those. And I think that's what he's doing right now. Five career top tens in 15 starts
1: at Harbertown. Let's go, Kana. Yeah, mate. As I said, look, I had him earlier just trying to find a spot for him, matchups, wherever. I think that you can't go wrong sprinkling him. Across the board, he was in a good headspace for most of the week last week. He's showing that when he gets that putter going, he can be very, very hot and very hard to beat. And yeah, look, we could be talking next week and, and, you know, like, how do we not think that Justin Thomas would win by five because he won by five? But we could also be going... What about that McNeely? Nah, you know, yep. Connors, M yep. Finally getting the just desserts that we've been expecting from them or, or a first-time winner as well. Like it's a tough week because it's off the back of a major. It's a tight course where, you know, being long is not a benefit that you need. So it's a fun one to watch. I know a lot of folks out there might have a little golf fatigue after
0: last week's masters. I'm telling you, this is a really fun watch. This is one of my favorite courses on the PGA tour. It's a really good one. Should be a good week. Great vibe there. If you ever have a chance to go to Harbor town, absolutely take that chance. All right, Benny, it's officially nine o'clock PM Eastern time on Monday night. I started my day 16 hours ago in Augusta, Georgia. I'm now home. This is the last thing that I have to do. I'm done. I got nothing left. Literally the tank is empty. We're out of here.
1: No worries, but I'm sure you'll still hit the grain.
0: Oh, there you go.